Last week on Must Be Dice, the Paradise Path Mystery Solvers Club found a portal to some type of dark dimension. In it, they found Mike Seeker, but they almost lost themselves. Luckily, they were able to find their way back, but it turns out that reality might be stranger than, well, dark netherworlds. Dr. Overunder is the head of the psychology department at the ARP, and he's got some files on some weird experiments. Experiments that include Spencer's dad, these strange glowing stones, and our very own Sloan Baker. What's going on? What'll happen next? And when did Virgil suddenly become such a badass? Find out this week on Must Be Dice, Paradise Path. Sloan, you better, you better have a look at this file. Virgil hands you the file for case X792. Inside of it uh, is a picture of you as a small child. I, I, I don't understand, I don't know. This, this photo's from at least 10 years ago. I don't, I don't know how they have this or, wh or where this came from. I swear. You were experimented on. For sure, that's what that is. You don't. You were definitely don't know experimented. That, yeah, you think look at everyone, these files. Look at all these you files. Think everyone is experimented on. In some ways, but this is like some very direct experiment. They had you somewhere clearly. I, I don't. Remember. And we're testing you. That's how. You, that's why you're magic. Well, Sloan, what's in the file? What does it say about you? Uh, I dumped through the files. What, what does it say about you? There are several pieces of paper, uh, pictures of other children that you don't remember, never have met before. Uh, but inside of the files are notes uh, from Dr. Richard Overunder, and uh, they say uh, case X792, uh, experiment subject S. Baker. Subject shows no progress. No progress? I, I'm a gifted student. I, 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 I embody progress. I, I, this note, this cannot be me. This has to be someone else. Like, it sounds like me. Those are aren't you, even my horn rim glasses. Were you a big dummy? No, you know I wasn't, Spencer. We, 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 I, look, my parents died, and then I came to Paradise Path and lived with the Derpies, but... I, I mean, there was a little bit of a time that was fuzzy, but I, I was grieving, and I was I was just a kid. I, I, here, take this. I, Dex, you, you don't think that was me, right? Dex is trying to look at it while also driving. <laughs> He goes, it uh, looks a lot like you, and then hands the photo back. Uh, Spencer would like to remind everyone that there's some kind of government assault happening on both the diner and Virgil's home. And and so then Dex from the car goes, hold on, and then takes a speed bump at like three miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> oh! oh my God. Yeah, and, and like Spencer was saying, this photo is the least of our problems right now. We, we've got the ARP on our tail, they're going to the diner. They're going to the to, to your apartment complex, Virgil. Like, wait, this photo could mean anything. I say, I got a plan. Here's what we're gonna do. One of us needs to call the diner and let that angry old man, Jim, know that they're coming for him. Meanwhile, we drive to the apartment complex, pull the fire alarm, and just get everyone out. Well, I, I'm don't have too poor to have a cell phone. I only have this flashlight. I have five. But I pretend it's a cell phone. <laughs> That's very sad. <laughs> kind of pathetic. No one calls anyway. But, yeah. You. She pulls out a flashlight and on it you see like scratched into it are different, are numbers. Numbers, yeah. yeah. Hey, Ooh. Spencer, it sounds like you should call the, the diner. I do so and I, I use an app that I have that masks my phone number and garbles my voice <laughs> so that, because I figure this guy's probably actually going to maybe trust that more than hearing the people that he just kicked out of his diner. Spencer opens up an app on his phone and uh, puts it to his ear and you hear, uh, Welcome to Spoof Phone, the number one app for disguising your voice. Mm -hmm. I am legally obligated to tell you, you are not allowed to use this on your ex-girlfriend. Spoof Phone will be with you momentarily. Mm -hmm. And then it starts ringing uh, and uh, Meanwhile, Dex goes, so we're headed to your place, Virgil, huh? Yep. All right, step let's step on it. Let's step on it, and then he does the thing where he shifts the automatic transmission from D to D three. Yeah, <laughs> nothing changes. I do. I do want to remind you just of the actual like makeup of Medford Band is that it is one street. Yeah. Uh, and so you essentially sped off from these government agents and are just heading to the end of the street. And then makes a three point turn. 
Okay. And then comes back to go towards Virgil's place. You uh, successfully do that, and you are parked out front. Uh, meanwhile, in the car, Spencer, uh, you get an answer, and it is uh, Marla, the waitress, and she goes, Thank you for calling Staunch Diner. How can I help you? I say, hey, can I need to talk to Jim? <laughs> I need to talk to Jim. Is this? Oh, oh my God. Listen, I can't hear you. I need to talk to Jim. Please put Jim on the phone. I, oh, my God. I need to talk to Jim. <laughs> Hold on, sir. I'll, 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 I'll be with you momentarily. <laughs> she, you, she's like putting her hand over the phone and you can barely hear you go, I got another one that's too fat to talk right. <laughs> and uh, you wait a second and then you hear uh, a voice and it goes, uh, thank you for, I can't do, what was Jem? He was Southern, vaguely? Kind of. Yeah. But it was also kind of just your voice, but with just the hint Almost of a Southern. Almost like yeah. a crawl. Almost yeah. like a crawl yeah. Sound like you were gonna take it this way, but got afraid. <laughs> yeah. Pull back. back Pull back a little bit. <laughs> Make everybody from this town in Oregon not from Oregon. <laughs> you hear a voice come on the phone and go, uh, thank you for calling Stonesteiner. This is Jim. How can I help this you? Is this drip stork? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this Jim stork? Is this Jim? Yes, this, this is Jim. <laughs> oh my God, sir! This can is, I get? I'm calling. Is, uh, um, this I have is a question. Yes. Yeah. Is is the spoof app doing that to his voice, or is Spencer doing that to his own voice? Is Spencer <laughs> trying to simulate a, that's, that's, a, a yeah. deep throat type voice, or is the app doing it? I think it's both. I think he's doing a voice, and then the app is also covering it. Jump, ERP, ERP is coming for you. They know what's happening. They know what's going on. ERP is coming for you. You gotta get out of there, Jim. Is this Jim? Okay. The ERP is coming. I no, I get that. I'm okay. So, are you just saying the ARP is coming here? The ARP is coming here right now. They're hammering Stop. Here, Jim. Jim Staunch. Jim. You killed, you killed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't handle it for some reason. I don't understand. Okay. I'm sorry. Get out of the room. Stop. Jim. Jim. You have to get out. Jim. You hear from you hear from the other side of the line. You hear Jim go. I can't hear a goddamn thing you're saying. Omelet old fashioned. Omelet old fashioned. Omelet old fashioned. Omelet old. It's a code word. Omelet old fashioned. So that gem knows who you know. That it's someone in the know. It's, it's a friend. Omelet old fashioned. <laughs> oh my god. Jim goes, I can, okay. The ARP is heading here. Yes, Jim. The ARP. Jim, Storm. Where are you going? Where are you headed? The ARP is headed No, I get that. Where are you headed? Oh my gosh. I can't tell you where we're Spoof phone chimes in. You have 15 seconds of free calling. If you'd like more time, please sign up for premium spoof. Jim, I gotta go. Where are you going? Where do I meet you? We don't meet, Jim. <laughs> Jim, we don't meet. <laughs> this is a secret call. I'm a little old fashioned, get on. <laughs> uh, the line uh, ends and spoof on goes. Sorry. <laughs> the line the line cuts off and spoof phone goes. Thank you for your call. Your business is very important to us. We hope that you escape the police. It's so hot in here. What did we learn? What happened? What was the Spencer, whole? Spencer, did you make the call? I made the call. I made the call, <laughs> and I don't think he has any idea who we are. Damn so it, we're good. Spencer. 
Does he know? Does he know that ARP is on the he way? He knows that ARP is on the way. I made that very clear. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, we have to call Virgil's dad now. Well, we're I here. I say, don't worry. No, I'm no, on no, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> Dial the spoof number. <laughs> no. We're sitting, we're parked out in front of the apartment complex. Yeah. That call uh, took so long. Yeah, yeah. Virgil's dad. Virgil brandishes his gun. <laughs> Virgil, what do you, Virgil, what do you want to do? Let's go. I, mean, I, I gotta get in there and pull a fire alarm or something. You have tears in your facial hair yeah. right now. I don't know what happened. You must be really worried about your dad. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I just care about him so much. <laughs> well, <sighs> what's the plan? What's the plan? I mean, what, what if they're already in there? I don't. They're behind us. Yeah, we can see their tires. But they must have other people. To you call. see it right there. You can sort of peek down, and there are an army of armed guards heading up the street, uh, trying to get tactical position. Whatever we're gonna do, we should do it fast. I think we pull the fire alarm. Fire alarm. Let's do it. I'll go. I'm gonna need you to act under pressure. That is roll plus cool. Is there anything I can do to help? You've done enough. <laughs> Please don't make another phone call. I'll shit myself. Seven plus one, eight. All right. Uh, so you are able, you again run out. You're brandishing the gun? Oh, yeah, I've got my gun. Okay. You brandish the gun. Uh, you, you take the gun. You, you have the revolver, right? Yeah. Okay. So you go, uh, you open the door, step out, cock the revolver back, look to your side, run over to the fire alarm, and pull it. And the entire place just starts going fucking crazy. There are uh, alarms going off, lights are flashing. Almost immediately, people are coming out of their apartments. And from behind, uh, over by the garages in the back, you see a couple heads poke out. And you see the members of the Hell's Pass gang, including Cade Colley, who goes, All right, what's up, guys? Hey, Cade. Hey, man. Cade, it, the, the feds are coming. The what? They're coming down the street, it's the feds. <laughs> Talking your normal. Oh, oh, it's the ARP. The ARP is coming. The ARP, those fuckheads from over there by the, the clearing? Yes, like they're an clearing army out the of building. Them running down the street right now to this complex. We need to get the fuck out. Okay. Or Are we coming with you? Maybe you guys could create a distraction while we go up to Virgil's apartment. <laughs> a distraction? That's what we do best. Oh. Are they coming for Virgil's death? I have no idea. Well, we can't wait around to find out. Okay. Okay. So what do you got? Sure. What do you got? We've got this. So the Hell's Pass gang uh, arms up. They've got uh, a couple of knives. They've got some lead pipes and they've got some bottles. And they start heading towards the entrance of the uh, apartment complex. What are you doing? This isn't West Side Story. Uh, Kyle starts limping over and he goes, we're going to get him, boss. Oh, God. Okay, well, they're going to do their thing. We need to go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Let's so we, we, we start going up the fire escape, I think. Okay, yeah. To, to Virgil's place, because also we don't want to go up the main way. Cause... No, no, no. Yeah, so you are in uh, Virgil's apartment and it is uh, completely empty. Can you describe it to us? What it's like in there. Yeah, so it's an apartment that looks like it's lived in by two dudes who are too busy to actually give a shit. Scattered all across the apartment are just different takeout boxes. If somebody was gonna try to do some investigating, which is ironic since two detectives live here, you'd probably be able to tell that some of these boxes have been here maybe for months. It's gross, it's grimy, it's dirty. It's home. It's home. Does, are the blinds the plastic ones that hang and get caught and break? Oh, you absolutely know it, bud. They, they sure are, and half of them are snapped in half. Uh, the rest of them are barely hanging on. Virgil, I, I don't think I've ever actually been to your place, even though we've been friends for so long. Uh, sorry. It's a little, uh, in the middle of a, of a cleanup right now. Uh, I don't think my dad's home. Oh. Well, what do you think we should, is there stuff we need to get or what do we do? Should we know. leave him a warning of some kind? Is there some kind of like secret way you could let him know not to come home? I don't know. Um, you hear from outside the window, uh, the voice of Cade Colley go, you're messing with the house pass gang and, and we don't take kindly to that. And you hear the voice of Kyle, his right hand man go, yeah, you tell him boss. Been two, like two gunshots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Dex, did you hear anything else about why they were coming to this apartment when you were at your house? No, I have no idea. I don't even know the guy who said it. Shit. Are they coming here for something or someone? Why would they want to? I mean, the gang it's either you or right? your dad. Cause, no, because the gang members broke into the fence. Do you? That's what they're coming for. You hear the sound of gunshots. Oh. oh. 
Oh, oh no. Wow, that got real fast. Virgil, think! Is there anything that your dad could have here that would be of any use to us? Like, like those more files or... Oh, uh, maybe. Stuff. He is a detective after all. I'll go look. So what are you What are you trying to do? I don't know. I was supposed to see if my dad has anything before we leave. Your dad ha in his bedroom, uh, it looks almost as sad as the bedroom to like a college-age student. There's just a plain mattress lying on the floor. Um, it doesn't have a sheet on it. Uh, there is a blanket that is covered with a lot of weird stains. Ew, gross dad. Across the entire room are just files and files and files of different cases that he's working on, either concurrently or has worked on in the past. Okay. Uh, can I act under pressure? Just look for anything that might be important, match up with anything we found? Sure. Fuck. Shit, guys. <laughs> uh, Five. Uh, you look around, and none of these files look pr particularly helpful to you. Um, there are a couple uh, of files on drug dealers that have come here through the past. Uh, there are files on uh, different car thefts that have happened. A lot of stuff that might even be able to be traced back to the Hell's Pass gang, if I'm being honest. Uh, all this stuff is just the normal crime shit. Nothing that we're dealing with. We pulled the fire alarm. We should leave. I mean, there are gunshots outside. Yeah. Does your dad have any, like, weapons or stuff that we can take? I have a weapon. And it feels good in my hands. I also have a shotgun. Inside of your dad's room, you do know that he keeps uh, a loaded standard issue uh, Glock 17. I don't have any kind of weapon. Do you have a weapon? Dex raises his fist. Okay, he needs a weapon. Dex, Dex looks out the window to try and read a bad situation. Sure. Uh, seven. Uh, Dex looks outside. He sort of puts one of the, uh, the 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 blinds to the side. You see, lying on the floor, lying in a pool of their own blood, are the bodies of four uh, young teenagers. There is Kyle, Kevin, Kylie, and Cade Colley, uh, lying dead in the streets. The members of the Hell's Pass gang are dead. The uh, armed guards from the ARP are loading their bodies into the back of a different pickup truck, and they are also investigating uh, a car, a, a an older car that belongs to you and your father, Dex. I film it. <laughs> uh, and I upload it to my net friends. That's it. And then I just let it, you know. Did you guys leave the branch? In the trunk? I think the branch is there. What about all those files that we had? Are those also in the car? Yeah, they are. Well, I, I kept the photo of me. It is a nice headshot. And we have the IDs. Yep. We do have the IDs. We have the IDs. Well, I feel like we have to we have to get out of here. Yeah. But we also don't have a car anymore. Or do we? Do we? I, I don't know. You said that. Like it was Your a dad's question. car. His dad might have a car. Does your dad have oh, a car? Oh, why didn't you just say that? He's not here, but yeah. I mean, he probably took like a like a like a like a like a bird no scooter. <laughs> no. So wasn't the Hell's Pass gang a bicycle gang? That they were. Could get their bikes. They're probably not going to be using them anymore. <laughs> no. And there are four of them. They're dead. They're probably down in like the garage lockup or something. Shall we? Let's go. So I am going to need uh, the coolest among you, and I mean that as the coolest head, to roll uh, act under pressure. I'm a plus one. Okay. I'm Anyone also got that? One. Anyone's better? I'm Anyone plus one. Than? I'll do it. Five, six. Okay. So you open the door and the four of you sneak out. Almost immediately, one of the gunmen who is uh, looking at your car uh, looks up and spots the four of you and goes, four targets, second floor. Fuck. Ooh. Keep your head down and keep moving. Yeah. It's probably the best strategy yeah. here. All right. Are you making a break for it? Yeah. All right. The four of you sprint to the end of the uh, the hall. There is a, uh, a, 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 what's it called? A fire escape ladder that, that heads down. And I want all of you to uh, act under pressure. <laughs> that is a roll plus cool. 12. 7. 9. Mm, a 13. Oh, no, one, two, three, uh, a 10. 
Okay. First down the ladder is Virgil, who just kind of grabs the pole, spins around, and then slides down it, uh, heading behind the building and out of sight of the uh, approaching guards who were heading up the normal stairs and are now realizing that they have to head back down. A second down the ladder is Sloane, uh, who sees Virgil do this crazy ass maneuver and basically is able to copy it uh, uh, as she slides down and, and out the back as well. The two of you, however, Dex and Spencer, don't feel as confident and take your time sort of getting down uh, the steps. One of the guards, uh, as you guys reach the bottom, is about a couple feet away from you and they are pointing an assault rifle uh, in your face and say, you, stop, freeze. I turn and I see this happening and I see Dex, the guy that I have had a crush on for so many years, and Spencer, who all his fault, faults is one of my, or probably my best friend. And this feeling, this feeling washes over me, this strange sense that I can't explain, where I just feel like I could move the world with my mind. And like if I needed to trap or stop this, uh, this guy or enchant his weapon, I, I could. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't even know how it came over me. I'm using magic. I got that. So My character, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She has no idea. She's so stupid. She doesn't know. Or do I? That is a three plus weird. Or you could use no, luck. You could use luck. luck, but. Oh, you're right. That's just right. I should use luck. I'm going to change that roll to a 12. Okay. As you said, you, you sort of lean over the corner as you hear somebody yelling and you see uh, this guard pointing a gun at the man that you've been in love with ever since you could remember, and the kid you've been at odds with ever since you've met him, but more or less also feel a different kind of love for him. Uh, and something comes over you, and suddenly you are gone. You are in a sea of blackness, completely alone, and standing in front of you is a dark figure, one that you've seen before, and uh, its eyes stare at you, even though it has no pupils. And before you've seen a look of indifference or a look of anger or a look of, uh, I don't know, joy in, in, in watching you be miserable, uh, but this time it's giving you a different look. It looks interested or at least a little confused. And you hear its voice go, Interesting. And then you snap back and uh, you watch as this guard who was pointing a gun at these two people that you care about so deeply, their hands wobble and they drop their weapons. In fact, everyone who is carrying a gun drops their weapons and they are grasping at their throats as they suddenly cannot breathe. And there are about 12 guards in total, and they are suffocating. We have to go, we have to go. What the fuck? I say, uh, Sloane, I think you're killing those people. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I, I killing, how would I kill someone? It seems like you kind of went into a trance for a second, and then they all dropped their weapons, and now they can't breathe. They're the guard closest to the three of you drops to his knees, his face is going red, he's scratching his throat, and his nails are digging in uh, to his own neck, making himself bleed. Well, I, I, this isn't what I tr was trying to do. I was just, I was trying to, to stop them from hurting you. I, I appreciate it, but I think they're gonna die. I'll save him. I hit him with the butt of the gun in the head. <laughs> okay, can you roll to kick some ass, please? Seven plus three. Five. Okay, that's a or nine. A ten. A ten? Yeah. You hit him with the butt of the gun and he goes limp and smacks his head against the ground. For a second, you're not sure what happened. Uh, and then he goes. <gasps> Saved him. Let's get to the car. Hey. All right. Okay. What about the rest of them? Uh, there's too many. Uh, yeah, I mean. Go. I, I don't point know at the, the guy and I say, like, if you want to save the, the rest of your your cronies or whatever there, go do what we just did, what he just did to you, go do to them. <laughs> he picks up 
he looks around and picks up a, a bottle uh, that's on the floor and throws it at the head of the nearest guard uh, who gets smashed in the head and then goes. <laughs> Okay, let's okay, go. they'll figure this okay, out. I, I grab his gun. On the, I grab his gun real quick. Yeah, you take it. And I, yeah, and and I, I take a gun from someone else. Yeah, yeah. sure. There was one nearby, so you're Same able thing. to grab that assault rifle. You also have an assault rifle. Are you getting on the bikes and just biking away? We just take the car, we get right? The car, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So you run back to the car and you get in, and as you do, you run past a sea of armed guards who have their weapons are dropped and they are just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> And after landing each punch, they go and are able to breathe again. Uh, but every time that they do, they just kind of sort of fall down like they need to catch their breath. I, I get in the car and I turn to Dex, who's in the driver's seat. Bust it. Dex, Dex goes, what do you mean? Like, drive, let's go, just drive. Oh, okay. Fast. Oh, okay. Puts it into D. <laughs> bust it. Bust it, bust it. Oh, I heard busted. No, it was like a cool, busted. like, like, Busted. Okay. Uh, okay. That was pretty cool, Slow. Th- thanks, Virgil. You hear a voice behind the car go, freeze, freeze. <laughs> Where are you? Dex looks in the rearview mirror and sees a guard who is trying his hardest to walk over to the car that still has not moved. Drive. Dex busted. Dex pops it into nice. reverse <laughs> and hits the guard, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> Can oh, okay. you roll the kick oh, some ass, please? Oh, no. And I'm going to give you plus one on this roll. Oh! oh it's an 11, plus 2 is 13, plus 1 is 14. Ooh! You put the car into reverse and... That guard uh, is never born. Back into a guard and he flies backwards and his skull smacks against oh. the pavement and he does not get up. Yeah. Dex, yeah. I think you killed that guy. Holy shit, What Dex? guy? Oh, no. The guy you just hit. We might want to drive. Drive, 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 drive. We might want to go, 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 drive real quick. Where are we going to? Where are we going? About the cave. We got the ID badges. Yeah, yeah. That's where we need to go. And apparently you can just magic anyone to death now. That's something I feel like you could have told me. We don't know. We don't know that that was me. That could have been anyone. It was definitely you, and I wish you would have told me sooner that you had magical powers. Why? Because so you could use it for evil means because we both know that's what you would do. It's not evil. So you drive towards the outskirts of town, uh, uh, sort of driving through the off the beaten path uh, 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 road, the dirt road, and uh, as you get closer, you... Uh, have two choices. There is a trail that you saw the truck take that you can drive up, um, or you can park the car and go by foot. We have two options. Do you want me to follow the trail or park the car? I feel like this place has to be swarming with guards, right? If they know that there was a break-in that happened or an attempted one. So we might want to be as covert as we can. Hide the car, go on foot. It's not a bad idea. On the other hand, it might not occur to them to think anyone's going to head to the cave. Also, there might be mushroom wolves everywhere. There also might be mushroom coyotes. Let's drive to the cave. Let's drive to the cave. We got ID badges. What are they going to do? Stop us? No. We have ID badges. We're four 17-year-olds. That's a good point, but I mean, and you look, are they have very kids. small for your age. <laughs> I haven't had a. Gr- I'm waiting for my last growth spurt, and my my mother drank when I was in the womb. You uh, all realize that he is a product smoked? of fetal alcohol is that, syndrome. Is it smoking that makes babies? Sm- I don't remember. I think it's all of them. Okay, none of it's I'm sure. No, good. smoking's good for babies. It is. Okay. Okay. From the window in the seat next to Spencer Schnipp, uh, you hear the cocking of a shotgun. And you look uh, over to your side outside the window, and there is a the barrel of a shotgun pointed directly in your face, Spencer. As we're driving? No, you're you're parked, uh, kind of at the the impasse of either going up this trail or uh, or taking it by foot. And uh, there is something different, though. The ring on this finger, uh, you have seen it before, because it belongs to your father. Mr. Schnipp. Uh-oh. Is it my dad? It is your dad. The fuck? All right, now I need to roll down the window, I guess. Hi, hi, dad. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, boyo? I'm, we're about to get into this cave. You know about the cave? Yeah, I know about the cave. We just found out about the cave. Mysteries? Why are you pointing a gun at me? He puts the gun down and sort of gets down, like, you know, sort of does like a squat and looks you in the face and mm-hmm. looks your friends in the face and looks at you. And he goes, my boy's into conspiracies. 
I never been prouder in my goddamn life. Son. Oh, great! Okay. Get in here, buddy. And, yeah. Any, oh, okay. Right. What did he think was happening in that thing? How did you get here so fast? I also I pointed to Sloan and I go, "So you worked here, right, for a while, or within ARP? Do you ever see her around?" I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't <laughs> remember much from my time here. Okay. They hired a lot of us to come in and be janitors. They didn't actually have us clean shit. Just kind of did. A bathroom every now and then, and oh, actually, Dad, that reminds me, and I give him his file from my, uh, from the files that we found where he, he was Blue Man Group or whatever. Oh, sons of bitches! Yeah, you were uh, being experimented on. You were not janitor. Before I worked here, never touched a drop of alcohol in my life. Yeah, it says that in there too. Yeah, it says yeah. that right there. I can yeah. read it. It says clinically that you are an alcoholic, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, medically, it does it. yeah, yeah. He looks inside I'm the sorry, car and, and I'm sorry everyone. I don't, I'm not sure why he's here. How did he get out here? I don't know. I have no idea. What's he doing out here in the I really woods? apologize. It's strange. Yeah, I, it's strange. <laughs> he looks at uh, he looks see a at car. I don't know how. Yeah. He must have just been walking for miles. <laughs> he looks at you, uh, Dex, and he goes, "You know that little rat fucker that threw out all my alcohol, didn't you?" I don't know what you're talking about. I owe you everything. He that walks over <laughs> to uh, the start of the trail and moves a couple of bushes. And uh, Spencer, you see your dad's truck. It was sort of camouflaged oh, by a couple of leaves. I see my dad's truck. Wow. And uh, he says, there's some bullshit going on here. I don't know what it is, but when I worked there, I saw some crazy shit. And the ringleader behind all this crazy shit is this motherfucker's dad. I don't know what he's up to, but he's up to some shady fucking shit. Dex, is this true? I asked my dad about it, and he seemed pretty cagey, but he also doesn't seem like he'd be a very good ringleader. Hmm. Why is that? Uh, he seemed concerned. He seemed concerned with what was going on. And there was also, I saw someone who was telling him what to do. So if anything, there's already some authority above him. I mean, there's always a man in a gray suit. There's always someone above. You know, it's like the president. That's that's not a real okay. job. The right. president's not fucking real at all. Okay, the no, president doesn't have any real power. No it's real the people that are behind no, the scenes that are making all, right, all the decisions. Let's all of stay focused at the problem. Reptiles. Here. Yeah, and my father agrees with me. Okay, yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not well, a vote of confidence. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm mad, and the first thing I did when I had a clear head. And I'm not proud to admit this, but I bought a gun, and I was planning on coming here to get some revenge. Oh, well, we Oof. all have guns, too. Yeah, we're all, we all a lot of guns. Yeah, we have an arsenal. Packing? Yeah. yeah. You all lift up different guns. They make yeah, like a bunch of guns. We have a ton of guns. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at Mr. Schnipp, and he is on the verge of tears. He, mm -hmm. uh, he looks at you, and he goes, God damn, they say the kids are the future, but you never believe it until you see it. Spencer, this is super awkward. Yeah, I look. I'm sorry. Hang on a second. I know what. And I cock the shotgun and say, "Dad, this is for Waco." And then I just <laughs> kind of. I'm like, "Okay, we have to drive. We go. Just go." I well, I, I have a plan. If your dad wants to help, probably the best thing to do would be for him to take the car, drive it up the road, and we use that as a distraction. That's not a bad idea, Dad. What mm -hmm. do you think? You want to take this car, drive up the road? Maybe we can borrow your truck and get in that way. You're already wearing your janitor's uniform. Absolutely, I That's am. That's the only thing he owns. That's all I've seen him in. You take my truck inside of there. I got extra, extra uniforms if you need them. They're probably only going to fit maybe two of you, if I'm being honest. The rest of you are um, kind of smaller than somewhere. me. Yeah. He's a belt. Yeah. Just want to say, for the record, if he's told you I'm his girlfriend, I'm not. I didn't. I've never said that, right? I'm gonna Dad. be honest with you, doll. Right, Dad? I got no fucking idea who you are. I'm his best friend. We've been best friends for years. He's got friends? Oh boy, this kid, I tell you, he grow he's growing up so fast. Woo! All right. And I wipe the sweat from <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, that was too close. That's you sweating. That's no, sweating. no, 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 I'm not. It's hot, we're in the woods. Yeah, I don't know if my son would date somebody fucking beautiful like you. He was telling me he was dating okay, some kind of Dan, glasses, cool pigtail, cool fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> Start making noises. <laughs> Let's get in the truck. 
All right, so... Let's get the fuck out of here! So what's the plan here? What's the plan, Dex? Well, it seems like we can either go ahead on foot and try and sneak in while Spencer's dad is causing a distraction, or we can dress up as janitors, take Spencer's dad's truck with the hope that we can use that to dis- disguise ourselves to get into the cave. I just don't see how we would sneak in since it's a door. It's like a sliding door, right? It's not just like an open cave. Well, I assume that when he drives up, someone would come out through the cave door to see what's going on, right? Uh, oh, that I thought he was driving. Okay. Or he could take your car up there to create a, dista- a distraction, serve as a bullet sponge, while we all dress as janitors and take his truck to get inside. I'm not sure I like what this makeover has done to you. Well, it's I, just you two had your big moment of reconciliation here, which means he's probably to going die. to die. Yeah, there's nothing left. But I don't want him to die. I'm I not going to send him to die. But story it's still structure my dad. and narrative catharsis would te- teach us that yes, he is probably going to die. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm s- not going to kill my dad for story structure. I'm sorry, Spence. This isn't one of your detective. Uh, <laughs> Novellas? Virgil is putting on one of the janitor stories. Outfits. The camera yeah. pans over to Mr. Schnipp, who's just, nah, I might as well just write my will right here. Look, this is exactly like that one Clarice Diggizé story, where, you know, you think the father is dead, but he's not actually. Like, I, I wish that any of you had read this book, too, and you could understand what I'm talking about. She's right. I've read that. Bullet Sponge. We've already been over the, the, yeah, that's, that's the, the name of the book. Mystery. The Bullet Sponge Mystery. And, and you think the father's dead because he acted as a diversion, but he, he's actually alive. But this isn't a book. This is just my dad. This is my real dad. It's not a, a book. Okay, if he dies, he's just dead. He doesn't come back. It's a foolproof plan. The story, it's Clarice, it's, it's foolproof for her. Spencer, we don't need to kill your dad. Thank you. I think we can disguise ourselves as people that work there. Thank we have you. ID cards. We have a... We have a car that doesn't look like ours. I'm sorry my friends want to kill you. Oh, I get it. I want to kill myself, too. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So you don't mind, then? He does mind. You don't mind being the bullet sponge? He's not going to be a bullet sponge. No one here is going to be a bullet sponge today, okay? Okay, all right. It just seems like the You take your hair out of pigtails and you become a sociopath. It just seems like the most logical plan. If you want to take my truck and head up there, you got IDs? Yeah, yes. we got we got ideas. Yeah. They'll probably let you in. I'll let you in on a little secret. There's so many fucking people working there. They can't keep track of them. Any Freddy Kruegers? Uh, you got a couple Freddy Krueger types oh, in there. Gross. Okay, then they'll definitely let us in. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you go in there, you tell them that you're janitors, they'll probably let you in. Bing bang boom. You kill everyone inside. I'm not sure what your plan is once you get in there, but that's what I came here to do. So I'm assuming we're on the same oh, page. Oh, uh, I don't know that that was yeah, I don't sure, whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, just whatever. go. We'll let you know okay, how it goes. We'll do it. And I can stay here and uh, keep watch. That's great. Yeah, you're doing great, Mr. And Schnipp. if a stray bullet flies your way, yeah. you know what no. to do. No, I don't want to do that. I think this is a good plan because there's still a chance that a guard will find Spencer's dad while he's out here keeping watch and then he'll kill him. Yeah, well, I would agree. I and don't then know why that has to be a part actually... of any of it. He probably will be, but in the book, he... Your dad is in charge of all of this. Your dad experimented on Sloan. How is my dad the bullet sponge, but your dad the good guy? When it comes time to narratively kill off my dad, you will accept be okay it. with it? We haven't even met the Derpies. <laughs> <laughs> we met one. I'm sure they'll show up and die. Yeah. I put one in the, I put ketchup in one of their Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> that was my cousin. Oh, okay. All right, let's dress up as Shoot janitors. Up. All right, so I suit up, and like it's very, it's very long and big. Yeah, know, it is. Like. Uh, it's also hard for you to put it on because while you're doing it, you watch Dex uh, just changing into the most form-fitting uh, coveralls you've ever seen in your life. It's like he's wearing yeah. nothing at all. It's like Bruce Lee. (laughs) Yeah, it's too small for you. You're bigger and buffer than uh, Mr. Schnipp. So I put on a small, but Spencer (laughs) puts on a a large or something like that. So it's all hanging off of Spencer, but it's really tight on me. Yeah. Yeah. And we both look great. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You load up into uh, a pickup truck, which is uh, an old, dirty, white, rust bucket pickup truck that has the remains of an ARP logo written on it. Perfect. <laughs> All right, you start driving Slow, up. do you want to try? No, I don't have my, I'd have to put my glasses back on, and we know that 
Uh, yeah, put your glasses back on. Yeah. You look like you How about you put your glasses back on? Well, no, I'm attractive now. I'm not going to put my glasses back on. So you need to drive. Put the glasses on. Just see what happens. You're still attractive with your glasses on. Mr. Schnipp looks over and goes, Oh, God! Oof! Oh. Okay, everybody, yeah, Can you see better now? Buckle up, everybody. You know, honey, the there's LASIK. All right, Dad. <laughs> Shut up. All right, Mr. well, Smith. fuck you. And I start driving away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you... So slowly driving up the path. You uh, drive up the path, and it's sort of windy, so you take it real slow. Um, and it sort of takes you on this off side and uh, as you approach it, uh, the security badge that I believe Spencer has, right? Who, uh, who took the security no. badge? Virgil. Virgil. I think I wanted for one of the... Virgil has one okay. and then Dex has his dad's, dad's yeah. I believe. As you drive up the trail, you take it slow because it's windy and it sort of takes you uh, through a weird, windy route. Uh, you get to an entrance to the gate. Unlike the rest of the 15-foot gate that is covered in barbed wire, this section of the gate has an opening on rollers. And as you approach it, the security card that is in your pocket, Virgil, makes a beeping noise. And the door opens. Whoa. Okay. Sweet. So let's, we're going in. We're going Keep in. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. So we drive in, and what do we see inside the compound? Uh, well, inside of the clearing is everything that you've seen before. There's a lake on your on your right hand side that you're driving past as you uh, approach the mountain. Uh, you get closer and closer towards that big rock, and again the security badge beeps, and it takes a second for the giant rock to slide to the right and open. And standing in the opening of the uh, of the cave are two armed guards, and they sort of wave you forward. Just act natural, just smile and... They, one of them stands in front of the truck, and the other one comes over to the window and goes, can I help you? You will be the one that needs help if you detain us longer. We are here on official ARP business, and do not like being held up. He takes a second and he looks at your rust bucket truck and he looks at your shitty old uniforms and he goes, are you new janitors? Yep. And you're telling me that you've got important business at ARP? You hear about the, uh, the raids down the street? How did you hear about the raids down the street? Who do you think cleans up after him? Us. Yeah, we are us. You gonna go clean up the blood and brains? No, they're not doing that shit. Uh, they send us to do it. it. Can I try to manipulate? Yeah. Okay, what's that, sharp? Fuck, it's probably gonna be sharp, isn't it? Luck. <laughs> okay, Marco, luck. <laughs> How do you want to manipulate this guy? Virgil <laughs> pushes Spencer out of the way. Listen, buddy. You got a lot of people coming in out of here. We've, uh, we might be new here, but we've been here and already been hearing about the pipe situation. And listen, you're, you, you guys work hard. Your bathroom breaks are pretty few and far between. What are you gonna do when you can't take a shit and you have to come back and stand here for the rest of the day? Oof. He takes a deep breath and sighs, and he, go, and, and he looks at the four of you, and he just kind of goes, <laughs> These fucking janitors. Jim, let him through. And he looks at the four of you and uh, he goes, look, I don't know what they told you when you started working here. I don't know what grand expectations you have, but you clean up shit. So get in there, clean up our shit, and stay the fuck out of our way. Easy peasy, thank you, sir. And they both move out of your way and wave you on through the gate. Dex turns to Virgil and says, that looks like a friend for life. I, so. <laughs> I like to slim and say, I did it. What, 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 did, you do? what did you do? Sweet talk to the guards. Oh my gosh, you were practically sleepwalking through this. You drive through a tunnel that uh, gets bigger and bigger and bigger as you go. Uh, and there are more lights and more guards and just different outposts. Uh, but at the end of the tunnel, 
you see the entrance to the main office. You see a large sign that says the ARP, and underneath that, it specifies that it is the Artifact Recovery Project. I slowly try to act cool, just, just casually park the car, park the truck. You park the truck in a uh, lot that exists uh, sort of near the office. There are a bunch of other cars, none of them as beat up as yours, but there are a bunch of other cars and trucks with ARP logos on them. Okay. What, what's the plan from here? Take off my glasses. If we can find the psychology department, we might be able to gain access to it using my dad's badge. We might find more information there about what's happening into this town, what happened to Yuslan. That's actually a really good idea. Excellent plan, Dex. Or we could try something else. No, 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 that's, that's the way to do it, I think. What? You, you can just say the one, the one plan and we can stick with that plan. Spencer, can you, you like it? It's good to have options. Hack this place, find us like a map or something? I could try. I could get in with my net friends. Maybe I send them some kind of uh, ping on the map. I thought your fire can't melt steel memes account got blocked again. <laughs> I've made so many more since then. I've had a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would love just like a map or some kind of okay. layout of the place. You uh, enter the lobby and there are several terminals, different uh, like sort of PCs that uh, have login information. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, do you want to try to try to get into one of them? I want to get a map for sure. I would okay. love to try and get in. Let's get a map. And uh, any kind of breakdown of like the, the building, the rims, just operational kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you take out one of your many burner phones, your favorite one, uh, one that has uh, a couple of programs that you've made yourself that you're very proud of. Mm -hmm. You jack in, and uh, after a, a couple of seconds, the app, that, uh, the app that you're using as the base sort of uh, turns on, and it goes, uh, Welcome to Phone Hack from the creators of Spoof Phone. Mm-hmm. Please do not use this for any illegal activity. Uh, and then there is a loading screen, and it is going to take uh, about a minute or so to do it. In the lobby, there are a couple of uh, different doors, and one of them is for a supply closet. Oh, God. I got four brooms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> buckets out. Okay. Just, just give them to everybody. Yeah, you are now all carrying brooms and buckets. Uh, the program finishes loading, and you have an entire map of the uh, of the of the location. All right, guys, check it out. I did look at this. We have a full map, and I want to look for uh, what psychology. Is it? Virgil's dad or Dex's dad's office. Psychology department. Yeah, I look so for the psychology department. There are uh, four main departments. There is artificial growth department uh, that is on the second floor. There is the literature department, which is also on the second floor, and on the first floor there is the psychology department. And then next to it, there is the uh, botany and geology department. Yeah. So let's go to let's go to psychology. All right. Cool. We're already on the first floor, I think. Lead the way, maybe. Spencer. All right. I, I do so, looking at my cool. phone and holding a broom Look, just in case I have to pretend yeah. to be working. You walk through the halls, and no one really uh, pays you any mind. Uh, people are seem to be pretty hectic. If there are anybody, it seems pretty empty for a place that you assumed would just be swarming with people. Is there anyone around? Like there are few and far between, but everyone uh, that you pass seems to be heading somewhere in a hurry. Not in the same place, just wherever they're going. They seem to be in a very quick hurry. Uh, Dex sees someone going by with a coffee cup, and then he goes, I can take that for you. Oh, like, well, I'm, I'm still drinking this. Uh, how, how much longer are you going to be drinking that? I get... Uh, I... <laughs> He chugs the coffee, and you can tell it's burning his throat as he's doing it, but there's something about your just general demeanor that he wants to impress <laughs> you. You've seen guys like this. They, he's wearing business casual. He's got a lab coat on over it, uh, and he is chugging the coffee just looking at you. Again, there's just something about you that makes him feel inclined to impress you, and he goes, <clears throat> Okay, here you go. Thanks. No, thank you. <clears throat> Dex just keeps going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're following Spencer to the... All right. Yeah. You head to the psychology department, uh, and uh, there is a sliding glass door. It looks like very, very thick, maybe double pane. Uh, and yeah. I slide open the door. It does not open. Okay. I say, uh, Sloan, can you magic this door open? 
Is it a door or is it just glass? It is a door. I can't just like magic things now. It's not just. It's Dex just takes the exactly. key card and holds it to the door. It beeps and the door opens. Never mind, son. Never mind. <laughs> I knew this is exactly what you would do. If it's fine. No, no, no. It's okay. It's fine. Inside are uh, several people, uh, and they are all in a frenzy, uh, grabbing files off of shelves and taking them to one side of the office where there are rows and rows and rows of shredders, and they are frantically shredding as many files and documents as they can get their hands on. Spencer, this looks like one of those cover-ups you're always talking about. I, that's what I've been saying, look. Yeah, look I at this to, shit. I, I hate to admit it, but it does. Yeah, I've been right all along, well, haven't that, I? What that's not what we said. About everything. Dex walks up to one of the people. <laughs> throw, Especially throwing Q. Hey, I'm a janitor here. It looks like there's a real big mess happening. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. Orders from the top. Something about we gotta purge the records or something. What are you? What are you here for? Is there? Uh... I'm a janitor. Yeah, so no, I, clean I, up I, stuff. I get that. I'm just trying to get a handle on how big of a mess this is gonna be. There's it's not really a mess. Up. I mean, we're 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 putting the, the the shreds into bags and then we're taking the bags to the incinerator. Okay. Are well, there any very important documents that I can help you with that? That's our job. I don't think your job is to shred things. Look, I, I, I gotta... We dispose of trash here, sir or ma'am. Uh, they go... This... Look, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you expect from me. I have to do my job. What do you want? You want us to give you documents, a janitor, and then what? You're gonna shred them? We're doing that. We've got it handled. We're good. It's just, it feels like you would have more important things to worry about right now, and we can handle the disposal of trash. Oh, it feels like I have more important things to get away. This is not trash. These are important, sensitive documents. Look, if you want to do something, why don't you go around to the offices and take everyone's trash out, all right? I say you recognize her. And, I, and then I say, Sloan, <laughs> put your, can you put your glasses back on and kind of do the pigtail thing? Okay, fine. If you would recognize her. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's the dumb bitch who's taking up my fucking time. Can you leave me alone? And they Great walk one, away. Spence. What? Great one. Can go with Spencer. Look, that was he was the asshole. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> okay, so this didn't work out, but there have to be other documents around here, I mean, right? Other yeah. other clues and, and You look around the room and there are several offices. There's uh, one large office with a uh, placard on it that says uh, Doctor Over Under on it, department head, and there are a few other offices too. One that says Dr. Ramirez, uh, head uh, therapist, um, other offices as well. I mean, there's it's, it's an office. Have you ever been inside your dad's office here? Not no. even like on a take your kid to work day? No, we never That's had those. Yeah. Act casual. Just act like we're cleaning it. Yeah. I feel like we should just all right. in the garbage. Uh, thank you for your time. We're going to go empty the garbage from some of these offices. They if you need our are, help, let us know. They are so far gone and not paying attention to you at all. Oof. All right. Let's go, to, let's go check out my dad's office. You walk upstairs uh, and get into the office. And again, no one bats an eye because taking out the trash is what janitors should be doing. Um, once inside, uh, yeah, it is a really, really, really nice office. I mean, it is just like, it's got floor-to-ceiling windows, you have a full view of uh, everything inside of this uh, department. Are there like Excuse blinds me. we can close? There are, yeah. Good thinking. You close the blinds, and uh, as you do, sort of sensing the darkness, the office lights turn on. Cool. Ah, ah. <laughs> We should probably start going through all of the shelves yep. and sure. uh, and everything in his desk to see if there's anything we can find. I'll go to his desk. Okay. Can you uh, roll to investigate a mystery? I'm gonna. I want to investigate a mystery too. Please do. Seven. Six. Uh, nine. There oh, you wait. go. Yeah, nine. six. All right, so uh, as you are looking around, uh, Spencer is enrolling to investigate a mystery, got a nine, so you are able to ask me uh, one question. Where did it go? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the love. Where did the love go? (laughs) What is being concealed here? You notice that one of the walls doesn't have the floor-to-ceiling windows. Uh, It's got this wood grain that looks really, really nice, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not real wood. And the more you look at it, there's these strange creases on it that look like it can be opened. 
there is a wire that is running from one of the parts of the wall over to the desk. Uh, and underneath the desk, underneath where somebody would sit, there is a red button. Oh my god. What is it? And I point to the red button. It's right next to my hands and I can't find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Virgil's look, Virgil goes, I'm going to investigate the desk and just starts pushing off everything that's on the desk. Son, use your magic to push that red button. No, use your finger. You can, you, you can press your button with your finger. What? Come on. No. Just try it. No. Just try to push the button with your magic. No, I, I, I can't just <laughs> turn please, it on and off like a please. valve. I'll try to do something else magical later. Right, but fine. Press. I just I hit the angrily hit the button. Is you hit the button and it, it takes a second, and then you hear an automated voice say, "DNA not match." Dex, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you, what's the matter? I need a DNA match for your dad. That's you. What if I'm adopted? Uh, we're about yeah, to find out. This would be a out. weird way to find we're out. about to find out, yeah. <laughs> Dex presses the button. It takes a second, and then you hear a voice go, DNA match. And then uh, the walls sort of cave in and then slide open. And you see uh, just a huge display case of several, several different things. So the first half of it, uh, are different shards of different colored stones. All of them seem to be glowing. In the middle, you see four different terrariums with four different types of biomes. One of them uh, being the uh, sort of spory, gaseous uh, uh, biome that, you've, that you saw when you went into the uh, netherworld. There's also three others that just look completely foreign and alien. And then the last part uh, are several different files as well as pictures of Dr. Over-Under posing uh, with children, children who look very happy. And one of these children is Sloane Baker. Oh my God, your dad's a Freddy Krueger. I don't think my dad knows what a psychologist is. <laughs> Dex, I can't believe that you figured out to press the button. Look what you look what you found. Sorry, what, what was that part? Yeah, there's a ton of really cool stuff in Great here. Great work, Dex. You say? Hurry, we need to collect this evidence. You said that he pushed the button. Dex, because I asked no you to push to the button. I tried to push the button, then I asked him to push the button. Spence, that wasn't his. No idea. time to talk. We need to collect the evidence. Virgil's gonna go look at Why the files. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> Virgil goes over and looks at the files, and uh, you notice that there are a lot of detailed transcripts with people. Uh, each photo has a corresponding file where uh, they are sort of talking about uh, how each child feels and about what their life is like here. Um, the first file you pick up is for a child that isn't Sloan, but uh, the transcript basically describes that the child doesn't like being here. It's scary. They don't know where their parents are, and uh, Dr. Overunder asks what they remember of their parents. And they say that their parents passed away in an accident when they were very young. But my parents passed away in an accident when I was very young. Sloan, look, it's a picture of you with my dad. You have more pictures of my dad than I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember this. This photo happened. I don't. I don't remember your father either. I think the ARP might have killed your parents. God, Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. It, Look at this. Come on. Well, check Do you think the other all of the, these were just all orphans? Check no. the other folders. How no did the other... What no happened? one is just orphaned. What happened to the parents of the other kids in these folders? Take a look. Check them. Okay, well, th that one was an accident. I checked through mm -hmm. the other folders. Uh, that one was an accidental death. What, what about you? What do you have, Virgil? And Accidental death. Maybe, maybe... Maybe... The ARP looks to help... Children whose parents die of accidental deaths. What does mm. Sloan, what does your transcript say in your file? You grab your file and suddenly everything goes black. And in front of you, you see a couch. I walk over and I sit on the couch. I, it's all I can think to do. Sitting down in front of you, almost as if appearing from thin air, is uh, Dr. Richard Overunder. And he sits in a couch and uh, he says, Sloan. Uh, how are you, bud? I'm good. Um, I it, like the books that you gave me. Yeah, they're good. I like them a lot. 
uh, it's always fun to, to sort of have a mystery, you know, because it feels like you accomplished something when you're done reading. Yeah, I really, really like mystery books. Uh, and I didn't know that I liked them as much until I read those. After we have this meeting today, can I go home? <laughs> this is your home, Sloan. We gave you everything. You, we, we have those books that you like. Uh, we, we have all of your favorite foods. You, you, you have a room that we let you decorate just like you like it. Well, when will my parents come here? Will they come live here too? So you still don't remember, huh, bud? Remember what? Hmm. Sloan, this might be hard for you, but you don't have parents like everyone else. Yeah, I'm, my parents are great. Yeah. When they when I tell them about the books you've been giving me, they're going to be so excited. They're going to get me so many more mystery books to read. Sloan, you don't have parents like everyone else because you don't have parents. What do you mean? Sloan, you're... Do you know how during art time, mm -hmm. we give you a picture and then you copy the picture and it's very pretty and it's very nice and it's its own unique thing, a take on what we gave you. Mm -hmm. A copy. That's what you are. You are a copy of someone who lived, and we are trying to see how you are unique and different in your own way. But I'm Sloane. Exactly. But I'm, I'm the only Sloane. I haven't met anyone else here named Sloane. Hmm. So there's just me. Is that? I don't understand. I think you'll get it. We just have to keep trying. We'll try again tomorrow. And he pulls from his side a remote control with a button on it, and he presses it, and you feel pain. Intense pain, like you've never felt before, all in your body. It almost feels like every molecule in your body is trying to come apart from itself. Like Dr. Manhattan type? Yeah. And you go out, and everything goes black, and when you wake up, you are back in the office with your friends. Well, Sloan, what does it say? It's... I'm a clone. That's... Right. I'm not Sloan. It's, it's not Sloan. <laughs> Sloan a clone? No! No! Sloan the clone! Sorry, <laughs> no, my name is Sloan, but it's actually clone. I'm a... Oh. Now, when you say clone, are we talking about like... No, it's not a conspiracy. Not everything is a conspiracy. What were you going to say? What were you going to say? Well, I was going to ask was... if it was part of the alien-human hybrid. Program. No. No. How I do you know? You have powers. You have magic. No, I am... I don't think I ever had parents. I don't think there was ever an accident. I don't think any of these children ever had accidents. I think we are all some, ab some abomination in... I guess Deidre was right in that way, and maybe she didn't even know it, but we are all test tubes. I mean, my dad's a lunatic alcoholic. His dad experiments on children. And mine's and a cop. His dad's a cop, so, so his you're not really missing much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess the reason I don't remember anything before this was maybe because there wasn't anything. Yeah. Sloan, it doesn't matter where you came from or how you were made. You are Sloan. You're, you're the Sloan we know. You're our friend. And then we all put our hands out. in. Yeah. And say whatever kind of Goonies Never Die thing <laughs> it is that our group says. You say, We've never no. solved a mystery yet. <laughs> We've never solved a mystery yet. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Dex. Sure. Thanks, guys. We should probably get out of here, though. We've been yeah. spending way too much time. Yeah. I have an idea. Yeah. Recording? Grab a trash Recording bag. or Grab a trash in this room? Both. Okay. Uh, grab a trash bag. Okay. And throw as much of this stuff as we can into it. No one will second guess us leaving with a bunch of trash. Sloan, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm just going to put my glasses back on. So there are a ton of things in the, the room. <laughs> I'm just watching her sadly put her pigtails back on. <laughs> 
There are a ton of things in the room. There are random files that you've sort of seen. Uh, there are the files that you just read. There are uh, a couple of uh, terrariums with different biomes in them, including one with the mushrooms that you're very familiar with. And then there is a container with uh, different, pretty large shards of different glowing stones. There is a black one, there is a blue one, and there is a red one. I shove it all into a bag. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. You shove everything into a bag, and uh, you are you have a bag filled with stuff. Right. Okay. Cool. I take um I take my file folder mm-hmm. and I kind of tuck it into my coveralls. Let's get out of here. Yeah. We got, I got bags full of stuff. You uh, exit the the office, and there are the same person that you talked to earlier. Uh, you remember she had a name tag on that said Jill. She looks up at you and she goes, hey, what were you doing in there? We were taking out the trash. Remember you told us that that's what we could be useful doing. It took four of you to take out the trash and then you hear the sound of sizzling from the bag that Spencer is holding. Boom! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spicy meatball! Oopsie-daisy! Drops the bag and it falls from the second story and onto the floor and as it rips open, you see the same uh, cloud of smoke that you saw earlier pouring out of it. Uh, this time in a bigger volume than possible. Spencer, mm. what the fuck? This my time bad, it, my bad. It sort of starts to engulf everyone and everything. And soon the entire room is filled with smoke and none of you are any longer in the ARP building. You are somewhere else, somewhere very different. And that is where we will pick up next week with the next episode of Must Be Dice Paradise Pack. Is Jill there too? Yeah, everyone's there. Oh, okay. I think she's going to have bigger problems. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. <laughs> <laughs>